that time of week again. Welcome everybody to Straight Out of Klein. With me, your host, of course, Dylan Tarl Reeve. Why am I speaking quietly, you ask? I don't know to be honest, so I'm gonna stop. But welcome everybody. It's good to be talking to everyone again. Um I do have a bit of a gripe with you though. I put up a message for all of you on Instagram, a story I should say, on Instagram, and I said I would discuss the first three topics, no matter what they were, that people left in the question box. However, lads, ye are a bunch of dry shites. No offence, ye are a bunch of dry fucking assholes, but I love all of you. Next time I do this, lads, right, I'm going to do it again next week. Please, for the love of God... Come up with more creative stuff. Like, the only half-interesting thing there, really, was there was a big story about uh, Bray Wyatt going back to WWE. And the only reason I didn't want to, like, talk about that is because, like, look, I love wrestling. Wrestling is my biggest passion. Love it with all my heart. But on here, we try and talk about all different sorts of things. I do have a big wrestling podcast coming soon, though. Um, And it's going to be interesting for people who are wrestling fans and who aren't wrestling fans, because... It's kind of a way of me trying to, not trying to introduce people to wrestling, but for anybody who might be curious about wrestling or what it's about, it's a way of trying to introduce those people and also it gives input from other wrestling fans as to what they think. So it covers a few areas there. But thank you, James Nation, for asking that question about Bray Wyatt. I'll put it to you this way, James, because you're the only one who asked or who put in a creative comment. And Maeve did as well, to be fair. She put in video games. Fair play, Maeve. You just didn't make the top three. Um, but... Fair play, Maeve. Listen to Celtic Codec, Maeve. Um, but uh, James, fair play to you, man. Bray Wyatt, I hope he goes back. I think his home is WWE. AEW, yeah, like, if he goes there, I think it would be interesting. It might be kind of cool, but I just think he works better in a WWE environment. I'm not really too sure if something like The Fiend could work in AEW. But listen, I'm willing to be proved wrong. I want all wrestling companies to flourish, no matter which one is my favourite and which one isn't. And everybody knows WWE is my favourite, but that doesn't mean that I don't like AEW. I think what they do is very good. I think they're good for what they are. I'm loving the stuff at New Japan Pro Wrestling, because I love New Japan too. But that is just uh, what I think about Bray Wyatt. Yeah, lads. uh, This is kind of weird, because I'm recording this uh, on Thursday, the 2nd of June. So this is uh, eight days before I'm releasing this episode. And also, it is... Uh, the day before I finished my last day of my first week at my new job, which is crazy to think about. Uh, but it's really good. Like transitioning back into working full time was a bit daunting, but the company I'm working for is very welcoming, very friendly, very relaxed, and I'm loving it so far. So shout out to my new company, uh, which I'm not going to n- uh, mention on here because some things just need to stay private. But yeah, um. I just kind of wanted to come on here and have a chat, really, just about how things have been post-college, just about how uh, life is going in general, and just about how Dylan Reeve is, um, you know, doing his business. He's just the brother doing it for himself, you know what I mean? And, yeah, I am going to put my phone down now, because I had to put it on Do Not Disturb mode to make sure it doesn't go off, and... Yeah, like, do you know what? That's a good place to start. Something I've done recently, lads, and honest to God, I cannot express enough how much it has positively impacted my life, is I have set a timer on my phone. So I can use my phone for up to six hours a day, and eventually 
I have to put in a passcode to get into every single app. Like, after a certain amount of time, six hours, as I say, I have to put a code in to go into any app for each individual app. And that's counting things like messaging apps. And honest to God, my head has been so much more clear since I started doing it. It happened in April. uh, For full transparency, had a bit of a interaction with somebody I used to talk to didn't go very well didn't really like what I was seeing on my phone um afterwards and I've been taking a break from it and it's been great it's made me delete social media apps so I only use the websites for social media apps now um which again has just been a godsend because I'm spending nowhere near as much time on it to the point where I'm actually missing some news as well which is interesting um but it's it's good it's good and yeah, like that's something that has really been helping me and my um, mental health. Because, lads, you have to look after your mental health. Of course you do. You know what I mean? I don't like preaching about it. I don't like kind of, um, you know, banging on about it too much. But I, I, it's very important, you know? I've been very open. I have BPD. Um, it's been something that has definitely affected my life in certain ways. But I don't want to use it as a crutch either because you have to look after it. Like, don't, don't ever, you know, I think I've spoke about this before. Don't ever feel like mental health can't be spoke about, but always try and make it better. Always try and look after it. That's what I'll say. And spending less time on my phone has definitely helped me with that. Deleting the social media apps did make me kind of go, okay, if I'm going to be going on my phone, I want to do some different things. I don't just want to be checking news. So I downloaded Among Us. Which I'm going to be honest, lads, I didn't play that much over COVID, even though I felt like everybody else was. I played it a little bit with my siblings. I downloaded Among Us, and to say I'm addicted to it now is the understatement of the year. I am obsessed with Among Us, to the point where I have downloaded it on the PlayStation. It is crazy, to the point, and it's annoying, because it's gotten to the point where I've started to use the word sus a lot. And that's something that um, I think is annoying people. I love being late to a party. That's what I'll say. If there's anything that's true about me, I love being a latecomer to a party. I'm very late to to hop on trends. I like when things aren't a trend anymore. Having said that, there's still a lot of people who play Among Us, but it's not kind of the... It's not kind of the fresh new thing anymore. It's very much a thing of the past for a lot of people. I'd say there's a lot of people who... Played it a lot in COVID times, but probably haven't played it as much. I don't really know anybody personally, but I have no doubt that's just how these things uh, work out. And uh, my phone obviously did not go on Do Not Disturb mode because someone's fucking ringing me. Sorry, I'm not editing any of this out. I'm just making sure that... Yeah, there we go. Now, there we go. It's all off. I think that was three trying to ring me with some loyalty deal. I don't know. I'll ring tomorrow. It's fine. Because to be fair, the last time they rang me, it was for a very good deal um, with my current thing. I got like, I think I got like two months free. Happy fucking days, lads. Happy fucking days. But yeah, Among Us has just become an obsession. And I'm really enjoying it. So if anybody would like a few games of Among Us, do not hesitate to contact me and we will find the time to do it because it's so much fun. Um, yeah. That's, that's one thing I've been doing. Another thing I've been doing, lads, and this might shock a few of you, but I have been doing...
Okay, I'm sorry. I, I had to rickroll you at least once. It's been too much fun lately. I've had people messaging me saying, You fucking prick. You fucking prick. You've rickrolled me in 2022. And I had to do it one more time. I do apologize. Um, so yeah, that's the. I promise that's the last time you'll be rickrolled on here. Um, I may have had my fingers crossed when I said that. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's been kind of fun. Other things I've been doing, lads, uh, when it comes to acting... Oh, there's another update. I got my college results back, lads. All distinctions. I'm so proud of myself. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Got to pat myself on the back. I dropped out from the journalism course uh, in 2017. It wasn't for me, but loved the college, loved the lecturers, and always kind of. I always kind of knew I'd go back to do something else. You know, sometimes you just get a feeling like this, this part of my life isn't fully over. I know I'm going to come back to this sometime. I have always been positive, or I always was positive that that was going to happen. And one thing led to another in 2021. I had my interview for the Acting for Stage and Screen course on the 1st of June 2021. And on the 1st of June 2022, 365 days later, I'm getting all distinctions in the course. I'm proud to say I wasn't the only one getting all distinctions. Pretty much everybody I've spoken to from the course since has gotten all distinctions, so... Well done, all of you. You are a fucking brilliant bunch to work with. And I love you all. Love you all so much. I am very proud. Very proud. But yeah, that, that was something I was very proud of, lads. And it's weird, because I was always the type of person to say that a college degree... Not that it's a degree, it's, it's a level five. But you know what I mean. A college achievement is not... What makes or break a par- uh, makes or breaks a person, I should say. But having said that, getting oh god, I nearly knocked over the microphone. Oh god, I'm all problems today. Um, getting <laughs> that actually gave me a fright. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, getting an achievement in something you're passionate about and something that um, that you love, it's very heartwarming. It's like you know, it's like a singer winning, an uh, what's the fucking a Grammy, a Grammy. It's like a wrestler winning the WWE title. It's like a UFC fighter winning the heavyweight title or you know the lightweight title or whatever division they're in. Um, you know, becoming world champion is what I'm trying to say. It's like an actor winning an Oscar. Hopefully that's next. But right now, that's my Oscar. My level five, my QQI level five in acting for stage and screen. That is my Oscar right now. And some people might laugh at that and some people might say that sounds kind of sad. But I don't care. Fuck you. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm very proud of, not just me, like, because I am proud of myself, I really am, and, but I'm proud of everybody else too, because, like, it was a great year, but fuck me, like, were we worried about some fucking, um, um, modules, like, I'll be honest, lads, mime and movement, which is part of the module, I cannot believe I got a distinction in that, I'm not complaining, at all, I'm fucking delighted, but fucking hell, I have no idea how I've managed that. However, in a way, I feel like effort was rewarded as much as anything else. And I did put in a lot of effort. So, yeah, maybe I'm cutting myself short there. But anyway, yeah, that's a very proud moment. And well done to everyone else. Uh, not just in the acting course, but in every other course in CSN. Hope everybody got what they wanted. Um, and to anybody who dropped out of a course this year, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You may never go back to college, and that's okay. 
and you might go back to college and if you do make sure it's something you love and i'm sure you'll smash it so yeah don't uh, don't give up on yourself Anything else I've been doing? Um, still streaming over on YouTube, Tarl United. Uh, I'll be streaming that again tomorrow. Um, well, actually, there's no point in me saying that now because this is going out eight days after I've recorded this. But yeah, I'll be streaming on um, on uh, weeknights mostly. Uh, but tomorrow in my time, which is the 3rd of June, I'll be streaming tomorrow. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. So if you like FIFA streams, go over there. And I'm hoping to do some other streams as well. Uh, hopefully I'll be getting WWE 2K22 soon and I'll be streaming that it was great today I met another wrestling fan at work and I was so happy I was wearing a New Japan Pro Wrestling jacket he was like New Japan Pro Wrestling I was like yep and he was like too sweet me bro and we too sweeted so shout out to that guy even though as of this recording I cannot remember his name um, but yeah that's uh, that. That's all great love meeting wrestling fans I just do Like wrestling fans we just click straight away if you find out someone's a wrestling fan, if you are a wrestling fan, it's honestly, it's a beautiful moment. I cannot stress enough what a beautiful moment that is going, oh my god, you like watching greased up men pretend to fight in their underpants as well? Did we just become best friends? That's literally what it's like. That's literally what it's like. I'm going to tell you about that big wrestling episode I have planned. I'm going to be doing an episode where I'm going to be talking about 10 WWE matches everybody needs to see. Whether you're a wrestling fan or not. And I think coming from my perspective. A lifelong wrestling fan of over 20 years. I think I've got pretty good insight on it. And I'd be interested to see if any non-fans would check these matches out. And I'd be interested to see what wrestling fans opinion would be on it as well. Fellow wrestling fans opinions would be on it too. I think that would be pretty cool. And that's what I'm, I'm going to do. I'm halfway through writing the list. I'm still trying to decide between a few matches. I've got kind of certain criteria i've got certain rules i need to hit it will just be strictly wwe matches right now as of this recording it's only main roster matches but i may have to delve into um, nxt especially for a tag team match little spoiler um because if i'm being honest the best tag team match of all time in my opinion happened in AEW. but as i said this is a strictly wwe list so i will be sticking to wwe but yeah, I think the best tag team match of all time, I may as well say it, is uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus the Young Bucks at uh, Revolution 2020, which was the last major pay-per-view, I think, for any wrestling company before COVID hit. So that was pretty cool. That was actually the day after my birthday as well, my 22nd birthday. So that can be like an honorable mention because it's not a WWE match. So that can be like, that can be number 11, okay? Because <laughs> um, the other ones are all WWE. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, actually, but um, that will be in the next few weeks because I want to make sure I'm, like, really happy with the list and just to make sure I haven't forgotten any matches. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And hopefully people will listen to it and find it interesting because that's the thing about this show, lads, is that when I talk about wrestling, I want to make sure it's interesting for everybody. God love Ashling. God love you, Ashling, if you're listening to this. She had never seen a lick of wrestling in her life before she met me. Because, yeah, like, should I say this? I will. She was always kind of told not to watch it. <laughs> um, and because she grew up, I'm sorry for talking about you like this, Ashton. Like, I don't know if you want me to talk about this. But uh, you obviously have told me in uh, the past 
Uh, I hope she is listening to this because you did tell me you didn't listen to the last few episodes, you bitch. Living in fucking Scotland. Her address, by the way. No, I'm sorry. I'm joking. Um, but she did say to me, and I hope she doesn't mind me saying this, that uh, yeah, she was told not to watch it and that she uh, grew up in a family of girls and didn't really get exposed to it much. But it was always something she was kind of told not to watch. And I thought that was really interesting. But God love her, when we first met, she took such an interest in it. And that meant so much to me that somebody would do that. Because nobody ever does that. Like, wrestling will always have this stigma against it because it's fake, for lack of a better term. I I do, I don't really care about the word fake. Because, like, listen, it's entertainment, whatever. But, like, no other TV show on the planet gets labelled as fake. Reality TV shows are fake. Like, reality TV it does not do what it says on the tin. That is scripted entertainment. If you like that sort of thing, fair play to you. If you like reality TV shows. But they don't get anywhere near the amount of slack that pro wrestling does. And pro wrestling is a hell of a lot more successful than reality TV shows. Monday Night Raw has been on the air since 1992. And here we are in 2022. Smackdown has been on the air since what? 1999? I think was the first episode of Smackdown. Here we are in 2022. And these are two of the most watched shows every week on television. Not just here in Ireland and over in the UK, but also in the States where they're based. But then pro wrestling gets shit just because it's not people really fighting. Like, it's not like we don't have UFC and MMA. Like, if you want to watch real fights, that's there for you. I'm a huge MMA fan, as well as a big wrestling fan. So, I just don't get... Like, listen, it's not for everybody. Like, this is the thing. We don't all like the same things. If wrestling's not for you, it's not for you. But fucking, that's why I'm giving Ashling a shout out because she gave it a chance and she actually really enjoyed it for a while. Last time we spoke though, she said she doesn't really watch it as much. But anyway, no, that's fine. That's fine. But um, no, it it I was it was really cool to see somebody give it a chance and uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. I had I had to pause there for a second because I had a really runny nose and it's really distracting me. But fuck it, I can't be our stopping. I'm trying to kind of save myself the editing time. I hope that uh, I don't sound too bad as well. It's weird. I feel like I've had this cold for fucking ages, but like I don't feel sick. I just have a stuffy nose. I mean, I feel like my voice sounds a little bit different, but maybe maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I just feel like it sounds different. Um, So hopefully I don't sound too bad. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that episode. So stay tuned for that. Uh, in terms of the acting lads, like post-college, I have signed up for some acting classes again because I want to further my training uh, I've obviously said that I'm not going back to college next year because uh, I want to focus on some other things but, but like you know acting is still part of that but uh, I am looking at Bow Street for next year that's kind of my plan with that I wouldn't mind saving up for a year though and staying in the job I'm currently in for as long as I can making that moolah and moving on to that but I will still be furthering my training I just feel like I still want to you know keep that going um before I make like a huge jump like going up to Dublin and um, that's just the way I'm kind of feeling obviously I've been talking about going back to Phoenix Wrestling which hopefully will be happening very soon I uh, just need to kind of work out a date where I can do that Um, so I need to talk about that with Billy Bedlam fucking go- uh, god bless Billy Bedlam can't fucking praise that man enough Um, I'm just licking his ass so that he'll put the title on me when I come back I'm joking obviously Um, <clears throat> but I can't wait to see the guys down there I really can't I honestly I've been watching the shows uh recently and they've just all been fucking great how fucking cool was marion armstrong's return by the way 
How fucking cool was that? I always knew it would happen. He always denied it, but I always knew, Marion. I always fucking knew you'd come back. And boy, you did not disappoint. Great guy, Marion Armstrong. Really cool, you know, to see someone from Cove, because obviously I'm from East Cork, uh, which is where Cove is, and I've got family from Cove, uh, you know, to have made the impact that he has on wrestling. It's fucking crazy. Like, I fucking love that man so much. And also someone who uh, passed the acting for stage and screen course as well. Um, so me and Luke got, uh, excuse me, Marion, Marion, gotta keep kayfabe alive, brother. Um, yeah, it's just been really cool. And obviously we've got Anita Vaughn now from East Cork, killing it as well. And I really want to be the next person from East Cork to kill it as well. And hopefully many more after me too. And, and after, I say after me, after Anita and Luke. Sorry, Marion, Marion, fucking hell. Um, I'm keeping kayfabe alive. I am. Wrestling's real. People are fake. And that is very true. People are very fake. People are very fake. So, wrestling is a lot more real than people think. I'm trying to think of what else to talk about, lads. I, you know, I don't want this to be like... I don't want to make these episodes too long, but I also don't want them to be too short. That's the struggle of a podcaster, lad. is like trying to find the perfect time. Like, I'm going to ask for a bit of feedback from people here. Like, feel free to message me or, you know, whatever, like, whatever means you have of contacting me. And let me know, like, what is, for you, is too long for a podcast? And what's too short? I, I'd be very intrigued to find out. Because me personally, I think, and maybe some of you are the same, it depends on what I'm doing. Like, if I'm out and about, the longer the podcast, the better. Because it keeps me engaged. Um, For, you know, if I'm hanging around Cork City or if I'm on, traveling on the bus or the train... It just really keeps me engaged with uh, with what I'm doing and helps you know kill the time. Um, but like sometimes shorter podcasts can be quite interesting um, as well. I think they're pretty cool. Um, you know it, what they say: it's it's quality, not quantity. And it's true. But I I like lengthy enough podcasts. The podcasts I'm listening to the most at the moment are Steve O's podcast because I'm just I fucking love fucking love Steve O. I'm so it's like I've rediscovered a passion. Or a love that I had from years ago. Jackass. Because after Jackass 3D. Which I didn't actually. Admittedly I didn't watch. Like two years after it came out. Just because. I was moving house and stuff. And I didn't have internet in my old house. Which I now live in again. But there is internet here. And it just kind of. This was back in the days. Where you could watch movies on YouTube. So I actually watched Jackass 3D. For free. On YouTube. And after that. I just kind of. Lost touch with it a bit. Um, And. Yeah, but like I'm just loving that at the moment. So I'm listening to Steve O's podcast a lot. Um, I'm obviously listening to uh, wrestling ones like Wrestle Talk. Um, I'm listening to the Card Angle show. I'm listening to Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Um, so obviously all wrestling ones. I'm listening to obviously Believe You Me, Michael Bisping, uh, Ben Foster's podcast, The Fozcast. That's really really good. There was a really interesting one actually about him leaving Watford and what it's like to leave a Premier League club. That was really really interesting actually and. Uh, yeah, fucking love Ben Foster. Actually, I have a United jersey down in my old house from 0910, which was Ben Foster's last season at the club. And I've got his name on the back because he was my favourite goalkeeper. I love Edwin van der Sar. It's not a slight of Edwin van der Sar, but I just... At that stage, I thought Ben Foster is going to be the next great United keeper. And unfortunately, he left that fucking summer. So fuck you, Ben! I'm joking, Ben. I love you. You're a top bloke, mate. You're a top bloke. 
he doesn't say that. I don't know why I'm talking like that. Uh, but no, he is. I love Ben Foster. And uh, it was funny because he did an episode talking about like 20 years uh, as a professional. And it was interesting to hear him talk about like at United, like when he won the League Cup, he was obviously in goal for the penalty shootout. Um, when we beat Spurs on penalties in 2009 uh, to win the League Cup. And he was saying how like, it wasn't really celebrated because obviously the League Cup happens like halfway or just over halfway through the season. So you still have fucking three or four months to go before the end of the Premier League season. And obviously United then were always going deep in the Champions League. We were the defending Champions League holders at that stage. We were the defending Premier League holders. And he was saying that like on the way back, it was all quite subdued and nobody was really celebrating. He was like, that was the mentality. But then when he won it with Birmingham in 2011, obviously there was huge celebrations, but obviously Birmingham got relegated that year. So... Yeah, that was uh, that was a shame for them. But uh, no, he's a, it's really interesting because that's what I love about Ben Foster is he has the highs of winning trophies at Manchester United, but he's also got the lows of being relegated with Birmingham or Watford or whatever and West Brom. So like he has it from kind of a few areas. Like, you know, he's kind of seen both ends of the Premier League table and he's played in the Championship and he's played for England. So like it's it's just really, it's great. Like I wish more footballers would be as open as this, especially towards the end of their career. Because that's footballers can be so dry. That's what I love about Zlatan. That's what I love about Ronaldo. That's what I love about um, even Declan Rice at the moment, to be fair to him. I just love players who are a bit cheeky, but they're very open. Like even with managers, Sir Alex, obviously, you never knew what Sir Alex was going to say, which was always great. Jose Mourinho, you know, I have mixed feelings on him because of his time at United and, and how that went, but I still love how open he is and how brash he is. You know what I mean? Um... Pep, to be fair to him, Pep Guardiola can be like that too. Klopp, I have respect for Klopp. Um, I feel like he's a bit of a media darling. I feel like a lot of the time Klopp can do no wrong, which annoys me. But like I respect him like as a footballing coach, even though I'm the furthest thing from a Liverpool fan. I respect him as a manager. And he seems like, listen, he seems like a genuinely good guy. So like I'm nothing against him as a, as a, as a person. You know what I mean? There's nothing more stupid than holding what football team someone supports against someone. Like, it's the most retarded thing ever. But, you know, some people are very stupid. But, um, and I was one of those people for a long time. Well, I say that, I had friends who were Chelsea fans and stuff. But, like, there was very heated debates. But, like, I've probably got more friends who aren't United fans than who are. I've probably got more friends who are, uh, yeah, definitely Liverpool fans, Chelsea fans, Arsenal fans. I know Nottingham Forest fans. I know Aston Villa fans. There's a good few Aston Villa fans around me. Um, the most random club I know that someone supports is probably I remember actually I didn't really know this fella that well like I kind of knew him to say hi to we used to work in the same supermarket together but like we were in different sections so we didn't really cross paths too much but he was an athletic Bilbao fan which was a very random team to support and it's not like he was like from Bilbao or anything and I know I'm not from Manchester but you know the Premier League is right next to Ireland Premier League is very popular in Ireland whatever you know, we've had players from Cork play for United. Roy Keane, Dennis Irwin. Franco Farrell was the first ever non-British United manager. He's from Cork. Um, Liam Miller, obviously, God rest him. He played for Cork as, uh, for United as well. He's from Cork. Um, but, yeah, Bilbao was just an interesting team to pick. And obviously, they only play Basque players. That's their policy, is they only sign players uh, who are Basque, which is quite old school. And to be fair, you know, they're not a bad team. So, like, imagine if they ended that policy and started bringing in different players, what they might be able to do. But, listen, 
to each their own. Um, but yeah, that's probably the most random club. I know someone who supports Sheffield United, but that's not as random because at least they're an English team. I know a Brentford fan as well from around here who it's a shame I haven't really seen over the course of the season. So it's, you know, because Brentford have just had a very good first season in the Premier League. So it'd be interesting to see if they can build on that. Um, I know I've bored so many people with this football talk. I'm sorry. But I'm just trying to like think out loud. I, I Honestly, lads, I had no idea what I was going to talk about on this episode. I just said, fuck it, I'll start recording and I'll see what happens. And that was the thing. Like today at work, we had to do a presentation. And like I'm an attention whore when it comes to presenting or performing or whatever. So I went first. I remember everyone else was like, oh, I hate doing this now. And everyone looked really uncomfortable. And I was up there and I could see by people's faces. They were like, will this fella ever just shut the fuck up? Like, Because I love an anecdote. You know, and you probably noticed that in this podcast. I love an anecdote. Um, so yeah, hopefully you can still hear me. Am I too far away from the mic? <laughs> I've been like this for a while, so hopefully, hopefully not. And yeah, it's interesting as well where I'm working. There's a group of like nine of us, I think. Eight or nine of us. And I am one of only three Irish. The majority of people there are Brazilian. We've got a guy from Nigeria. And we've got a guy from the Canary Islands, which is super interesting. And... The guy sitting next to me as well from Brazil, his name is Ronaldo. So today when I was getting past, I was like, sorry there, Ronaldo. That's so weird. And every time he comes into the room, I'm just there like saying to myself, see, see, which I'm not going to say out loud until I get to know him a bit better. He's lovely, by the way, but I'm not going to say it out loud until I know him a bit better because that might get annoying. And I'm sure he gets that all the time. See, but um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, lads. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm obviously lifting weights. I'm getting in the best shape of my life. Not quite. Not yet. But uh, I am getting there. I've got this horrible pain in my shoulder at the moment. um, Which is really annoying. Every time I wake up, I've got this horrible pain going down my arm. uh, Or sorry, going down my neck into my shoulder. Um, So I need to get that looked at. Dodgy neck, by A dodgy neck and it affects everything. Which is really fucking annoying. So I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I can talk about on here. I'm having such a good time just chatting that I don't want to end this episode. Um, Yeah. Next time, lads, when I'm putting up that thing about three topics, either pick something, like, ridiculous that, like, it's going to make me, like, really have to think about what I'm going to say or something, like, so out there that it's going to be kind of uncomfortable to talk about. That's what I'm looking for, lads. I don't want boring topics. And I swear to God, if name redacted asks me one more fucking time to do a podcast on people from the fucking college course you know who you are stop doing it i'm gonna fucking snap there we go got that out there i've spoke about college so much on here i don't need to dedicate a fucking podcast to it i've already done it i already said thank you to csn on the original straight out of Klein, which by the way i don't even know if i'm gonna bother getting that subscription back because i think i'm just enjoying this one too much um but i will update the logo eventually i just need to sort something out with that um we'll keep the shitty one for now even though i kind of like it but it's eh, it could be better um what was i just saying completely lost my trace of thought oh yeah on the old straight out of cline i did a thing about how i got into acting so they're all fucking there like and i'm not doing a podcast on every fucking individual person fuck that for a game of cards i'm trying i'm hoping to have some people from college on here in the next few weeks honestly it's just trying to schedule interviews can be fucking tough 
Um, that's why I've kind of stayed away from it for now. I, I know we did one with Alex, but uh, I will try and get one on here soon. It's just trying to find the time because my shifts will be changing in a few weeks. So that's something that uh, I'm going to have to try and arrange with people. Um, so I was just kind of waiting that, um, for me to be settled before I did anything. And yeah, for the other podcast lads, uh, they're coming soon. That's all I can really say. Celtic Codec. We're still trying to work out a date about when we can do that. Um, but again, hopefully that'll be soon. Hopefully things will pick up uh, in terms of Celtic Combat, even though that might just be on here. But we'll see about that. And yeah, that's kind of it for me, lads. I think I'll wrap it up there now. Thank you to everybody uh, who's listened to this episode of Straight Outta Klein. Right now, I'm about to play a wrestling promo which is so fucking iconic and if you haven't heard it you have to hear it and you're about to hear it right now talk to you next week scott steiner it's going to be a three-way for the tna heavyweight title at sacrifice between you kurt angle and samoa joe now before you get there you have an important step tonight as you and x-division champion pd williams take on the unlikely duo of kurt angle and samoa joe you know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one -on -one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal, so you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. So Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we used to go one-on-one -on -one, and then add 66 and two-thirds percents. I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. See, but I'm going to break it down for all you ladies. Would you rather be with me, or would you rather be with Joe? Well, I think Joe's kind of nice. I mean, you know. So you're one of those girls that like romance. I'm going to talk to all my freaks out there. Would you rather come home to me, a genetic freak, to be satisfied every night, or go home to that fat-ass small Joe? See, tonight, we're going to win, and I'm going to be the world champion at sacrifice. Come on, P. Let's go. Scotty, just like you always say, Big Papa Pump has got your hookup. Well, Maple Leaf Muscle is who you need to look up. Holler if you hear that.